Nine rounds of golf for $90? Yep. The Minnesota Golf Passport is back and available now at garagelogic.com. As a golf passport card holder, you're entitled to nine 18 whole rounds of golf for just one low price of $90. Supplies are limited, so just go to garagelogic.com and type keyword passport. A $300 golf value for just 90 bucks. Now you got it. GarageLogic.com. Keyword passport. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. GarageLogic brought to you by Fratelloni's Ace Hardware Stores. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's GarageLogic with rookie on production, Chris Reavers, director of social media, John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Sushire. We've got quite the attorney general's race shaping up, don't we? Wow. Well, it's already shaped up. Uh, the Pioneer Press over the weekend had the big splash uh, of a fellow who was accused Wardlow of bullying him in high school. <laughs> well, I don't know why that's funny. No, I, I'm laughing at... No, go. no, I know what you mean. Uh, guy's name is Ryan Durant. Uh, and he uh, alleges that Wardlow bullied him at the time for being gay. Wardlow has denied that. Uh, Wardlow also denied Durant's allegation that he mocked him after a suicide attempt in his sophomore year of high school. Wardlow and Durant are both 1997 graduates of Egan High School. Durant said in an interview with the Star Tribune that he decided to speak out late in the election cycle because he's concerned about Wardlow's more recent work as legal counsel for the Alliance Defending Freedom, a national legal group that has challenged the expansion of LGBT rights in courts around the country. Uh, Wardlow's campaign uh, says, I categorically deny these allegations about me when I was 14 years old. I never did or said anything remotely like the things alleged. Not 26 years ago when I was 14, not ever. And so now, uh, now what uh, both the newspapers have done is they've found uh, classmates of Wardlow and Durant. It's not that long ago, you know. Right. In separate interviews over the last few days, four of Wardlow's high school classmates told the Star Tribune they were bullied by Wardlow or remember him bullying fellow students. Jason Kopp, now a nurse who lives in Minneapolis, said he and Wardlow were close friends at the beginning of high school, and Kopp said he joined in the bullying of Durant. He said he personally witnessed Wardlow say to Durant after the suicide attempt, you couldn't even get that right. Kopp came out as gay after high school and said he has apologized to Durant. Cameron Swanson, now a community college philosophy professor in Chicago, said he was also a friend of Wardlow's. He said he remembers Wardlow teasing Durant. Sarah Bulu, 
Bulu of Apple Valley said Wardlow and his friends called her a freak and a dyke. Wardlow said he does not remember Bulu and denied making such comments. All right. Durant first made his accusations public on October 12 on the Matt McNeil Show, a progressive AM radio program. I'm unaware of that. I've never heard of the Matt McNeil Show. <clears throat> I mean, is it local, I wonder? Looking right now. He heard a caller talking about Wardlow as a fine, upstanding young man, and he felt compelled to act. He did not use his full name then. Lindsay Carlson, an attorney in L.A., went to high school with Wardlow. She said she did not witness him bullying people, but was one of two classmates who independently said Wardlow called them a feminazi. Carlson, which would suggest that Wardlow was an early listener to the Rush Limbaugh show, right? Yep. Uh, Matt McNeil is AM 950. That's local, isn't Monday it? Monday through Friday, 3 to 4. Hmm. Uh, Carlson and Wardlow were both state law clerks at the Minnesota Supreme Court starting in the summer of 04. Her father was running against Wardlow's father, also a Republican for an Egan State House seat. Jim Carlson is now a DFL state senator. Okay, and then uh, this this being the Star Tribune is pretty much weighted against, even though it's a story about both contestants, uh, we don't get much Ellison uh, information here. Matt McNeil's show topics uh, on politics from a Democrat progressive perspective. Okay. Uh, Allison, for much of the campaign, has had to contend with an allegation by an ex-girlfriend that he tried to pull her off a bed by her feet during a fight uh, in 2016. Allison denies that, and his recently unsealed divorce record included no allegations of abuse against him. His accuser says she has a video, but she's refusing to release it. At the Capitol Monday, the Republican lawmakers criticized Ellison for what Representative Nick Zerwas, Republican Elk River, called a long record of anti-law enforcement rhetoric. Uh, Zerwas and the other Republicans also questioned the timing of Durant's allegation against Wardlow. We're eight days before the election, and we need to get focused on the important choice Minnesotans have, Zerwas said. Uh, Ellison said... I'm concerned about Durant's allegations against Wardlow, but he said he's much more concerned about Wardlow's legal work as an adult. I think he, I think that he thinks that his religion means that others have had to accommodate his religious views, Ellison said of Wardlow. But that doesn't let Ellison completely off the hook. He uh, was found to have said, uh, let's see, uh, Early Monday, four Republican state lawmakers aired fears about an Ellison victory. Senator Warren Limmer, Republican Maple, Maple Grove, pointed to a 34-second video posted by Wardlow's campaign in which Ellison suggested as attorney general he would not defend laws that don't make sense. Well, uh, That's a gotcha. Mm -hmm. We're a little concerned when an attorney general candidate states that he's going to be the sole decider, the arbiter of what's constitutional and what's not, Lim Limmer said. And that news conference came two days after a report in the St. Paul Pioneer Press in which a high school classmate, Ryan Durant, alleged that Wardlow bullied him. Uh, I believe Wardlow continues to lead in the polls. Yes. And he's he's made a pretty big comeback because uh, uh, Representative Ellison had a pretty good lead. Let me clarify one thing. I wasn't <clears throat> laughing at the allegation. Right. I, I, I'm merely laughing at... The craziness. The, the, what a... What a sham of a game that this has all become. Mm -hmm. it, it's, it, is anybody embarrassed? Well, honestly. Even beyond embarrassment. It's really, it's really, it's, it's sad. It's a bummer. This all came, this is 
very uh, mindful of the Kavanaugh situation, isn't it? Yeah. When we're, we're bringing up the activities of 15-year-olds and 14-year-olds. And as a culture, do we let people mature? Uh, or are they to be held accountable as adults for what they allegedly said in high school? Where does it where does it stop? Where does it end? Who draws the line? Who is the line maker? I mean, to, if you think it's a setup, then you got to think this Ryan Durant guy is just out flat outright lying. Well, and to wait, I'll wait for three four days before the election. Um, but I I don't know enough about I don't know anything about Ryan Durant to to suggest that he's a liar. I, I don't either. Um, I know a lot of kids that did stupid stuff in high school. We we are kids that did stupid stuff in high yeah, school. All of us. But except John, maybe except John. Um, John was good. He didn't chime in there. Okay. <laughs> but to what extent should that exclude you from public office? Name calling. I mean, and and bullying. Okay, bullying is. That's at the forefront these days. You you can't criticize anybody, cut anybody down. You can't poke fun. And I'm not trying to excuse any allegations. You can't. Uh, right, I'm not. But I'm just, what I'm saying is, it's, uh, and girls were just as catty as boys were to other girls and boys. I don't know. I, I uh. But at what point are you excluded from running for office if you called someone a, uh, a bad name? Maybe height has an answer. I, I don't have the answer. <laughs> I, I, I'm I not looking no for an answer. answer. I'm just, I mean, uh, think about it. it. It's it's silly. Well, we hit, remember. Did you, did you, did you um, do a crime? Was there a crime committed? If you committed a crime, maybe it was in poor taste to, to razz somebody a bit. Joe yes. went to jail. Well, that's true. Yeah. You're out. <laughs> You're did. a mayor. Yeah. But that, my record's been expunged. That's true. Yeah. How much did that cost? Oh, I did cost like 20 minutes on GL. Hey, I'll give you 20 minutes on GL. <laughs> I think that thing disappeared. I think it expunges after a year, doesn't it? We stay out of trouble. Were you pardoned by the governor? I believe I was. Mm -hmm. Is that like an expunge a sponge you used to have? Right. They threw out because it was moldy and wet. <laughs> mm -hmm. An expunge. I mean, I don't know how concerned uh, we're supposed to be that uh, Wardlow uh, sounds like uh, he could work for Chick-fil-A, for example. Okay. Right? I mean, he has very conventional views of marriage, apparently. Yep. Uh, I don't know what is meant by uh, him wishing to uh, discriminate against LGBT Minnesotans as attorney general. What what could he do as attorney? See, that's the other problem here. We're losing sight of what the attorney general is supposed to do. It's supposed to protect the consumers of the state from fraud and and, and uh, situations like that, right? Mm -hmm. That's what the attorney general is supposed to do. Uh, and it sounds like we have in both candidates uh, people who would uh, just as soon highly politicize the office, uh, whether it's Ellison who wants to use it as a national platform to sue Trump uh, or Wardlow who might be uh, willing to uh, expand what, what, again, what is what, what would be considered discrimination against the LGBT community. I don't know what that means. He probably believes in uh, marriage between a man and a woman. And for that, he will be found highly out of favor with the club, right. with the gang. You, he's not allowed to have that thought. Ellison, uh, 
Uh, he's got baggage. Louis Farrakhan type baggage, right? <laughs> right. I mean, that's pretty big baggage. That's big baggage. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm willing to dismiss the Wardlow accusations just as I'm willing to uh, cut Representative Ellison some slack on the allegations of you pulled me out of the bed and there's no video and it can't be uh, proven. Well, it, it, it opens your eyes to the fact that suddenly it would be more appealing to have two completely different candidates, wouldn't it? <laughs> Right. Well, uh, yeah, but then again, and then something would be found out about each of them. Right, because you don't have any clean-cut, uh, bleached-out politicians. But anywhere, the way we're headed. Remember, uh, and if you had, I'm sorry, if you had that, would you want them? What life experience do they have of of? Well, Matt, bullying is not no, 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 not no, a great no, life no, experience. No, but I'm talking about. I'm not specifically these. I'm talking about. Uh, down the road here, everything, every politician is going to have to be completely bleached out as have, having done absolutely nothing wrong in life. When we were going, I don't want that when person. we were going through the Kavanaugh uh, situation, remember the the email we got from from Kelsey with the the young child with the Hooters waitress. Yes, and he oh, said yeah. that in a joking manner. Right, but that's where we're headed. Yeah, yeah. The infant had had his hand on the breast of a Hooters waitress. Right. Kelsey, the chief offsite correspondent, said, well, there goes his Supreme Court career. And he, he said it jokingly, <laughs> right. but that's where we're headed. Right. Who's going to ever want to run for anything? That's what I'm saying. I, why would you at this point? Yeah. I, I don't, I, that's what I don't understand. <laughs> but the, saying that, then you get candidates perhaps like we have that we don't want, unfortunately. My oldest son wants to run for office. He wants to be governor of Minnesota someday. Why? Uh, I don't know. Does he want to be useful? Does he want to be useful or important? No, he wants to be useful. And well, he hasn't done anything wrong in well, life then, yet. Then he's, he's got a shot. <clears throat> and he's he already involved. Doesn't have a record, does he? No, not yet. No. I could work on that. <laughs> yeah. But that, I, that, but that's what I said. So why do you, why do you want to? You well, I, I'd be a fool not to root for him. He's a GLer. Right. And he, he's got no shot. And he intends, and he intends to, uh, if I'm understanding this correctly, he intends to have a great business experience before he would submit himself to uh, public service. Yes. Well, yeah, we'll look for him in the future. That'd, that'd be great. We're going to need your vote. Mm-hmm. And airtime. But but that's that's the perfect example of. I've I've told him you do not do anything wrong because they will dig it up. You can't put stuff on Facebook. You can't put stuff on Twitter. Anything you find or, or, or is sketchy, they're going to find and, and use it against you. Or stuff his dad did on Twitter. Well, that, that Your I said, father you, made you, a chair you box. You already may. Uh, <laughs> I, may be pulling, I may be dead weight already, kid. Isn't that something, though, if you're a young person and you have noble goals in mind and you've you're a straight shooter and you're honest and you've worked hard and and you say, you know what? I, I think I could I think I could be really helpful here as a state senator or a state representative or a city council person or a governor. Uh, and that it, but in order for me to do that, uh, look at the preparation you'd have to take in your young life. You'd have to yeah. you'd either have to not be on social media or be on it so cleanly. Right. I, I guess there wouldn't be a reason to be on it to be not clean, but but that happens. 
But you'd have to take the kinds of precautions that weren't, did not need to be taken generations ago. Right. You'd have to cleanse your social media accounts. You'd either have to not have any, which then hurts you, right? Right. Because you need that to get the word out about yourself, right? Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm sure it can be done legitimately. It's just amazing, though. There's a professional industry that sprung up in this country to find victimization, to be offended, to find insults in anything. Hell, your kid will be trouble. It'll be in trouble for being white. <laughs> Could be. Always oh, got a little Native American in there, though. Well, we and then that. he has to be careful how he would. He he can't use that. Right. That's disingenuous. Right. Because yeah, he's I mean, not he living on a reservation. Well, he doesn't right. want to pass himself off as another Elizabeth Warren. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's not like he's been smoking the peace pipe. Well, I don't think he's been on the reservation quite yet. Right. So let's. Uh, yeah, I gotta. Dial that one back. I don't know how we got into a conversation about your kid being the governor. Yeah. Well, just about about the the bleaching out of uh, the next uh, attorney general. Who you you said maybe we could find two new candidates. No, I did not get... say. I did not say that. I said it makes you it makes you realize. Wouldn't it be nice if we had two different candidates right now? Because both candidates uh, have problematic histories. Right. And if, then, if this kid is telling the truth about Egan High School only 20 years ago, 21 years ago. And I, what, what, why should we presume that Durant is lying? Yeah. I, I mean, I, I've been, you know, I was in an all boys high school and I, the, the boys went after the boys, giving each other crap. And I want to, I went to an all boys. There was uh, there was the so locker room talk that kind of I mean it was, but we all let it roll off. I was just going to say either nothing happened or I don't remember anything happening. It was just uh, it was a uh, it was a jocular, festive, uh, rough and tumble at times. Four years uh, when you uh, you took your shots and received yes. some, and and your life went on. You know it happened, but if somebody said, "Give me a specific event," I I could not cite a specific event, but I know that people uh, teased and 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 had fun and mocked and towel snapped and all that kind of stuff. That's nothing. That's just part of life, isn't it? One that's of the, what I thought. If 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 I were to apply the modern sensibility of what bullying has come to mean, uh, there was a kid. Uh, in high school, who went who went on to become the state's uh, Democratic Party leader, Carl Nide. Uh, okay. Hell of a guy. Yep. Uh, he's dead now. He oh. passed away. Uh, that's the only one I can come up with. And I think he was just given grief for being just uh, the ultimate nerd. Nerdy kind of. Yeah. Yeah, that's spaz, nerd. I mean, he, he was into politics <laughs> before anyone occurred to think about politics, you know. And he... Uh, he had the last laugh, as far as I'm concerned. You know, he's wearing the $500 suits and the, and uh, had a great gig and was very popular. Hail fellow, well met. And that's the only one I can come up with. And the worst that ever happened to him is he rose through the, he became the head of the party. <laughs> well, everybody has their cross to bear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, let's come back with the John Height News experience. Got it. Going in, Joe Suchere. 
Here's John Height. Thank you, Joe. By the way, I'm sorry, John. Yeah. Uh, I want to remind people that the author Amor Towles will be on yeah. with the Wednesday podcast, uh, and I can't wait to talk to him. He's the author of uh, Rules of Civility, but most generally known for A Gentleman in Moscow. I, uh, I did go and read that uh, segment it about the dinner, yes. Oh, man. Yeah, it, it's very intriguing not knowing the rest of the book. Mm-hmm. That uh, made me want to start it. But well, I think you should. I will at some point mm-hmm. in the very near future. Uh, as we talked about, you talked about the first hour, Joe, a Wisconsin man charged with breaking into the residence of 13-year-old Jamie Claus, whose disappearance sparked a national manhunt and stealing articles of her clothing. I called him the town scamp. That's too kind. More, Maybe more the town creep. Yeah. Uh, police say they don't consider him, though, a suspect in the teen's disappearance. Kyle Janke Annis of Cameron, Wisconsin, was charged Monday in Barron County Circuit Court with burglary and bail jumping. According to the complaint, he was arrested in the Kloss residence early Saturday morning, the same day as the funeral for the missing girl's parents, James and Denise Kloss. Police said surveillance cameras on the Kloss property spotted the man entering the home at about 2.20 in the morning Saturday. Police responded within five minutes, saw several lights on in the house. Agents of the Wisconsin Department of Criminal Investigation ordered the man out of the house. He had admitted at that point taking several items of clothing from Jamie's room, and police found the clothing in his coat pocket. According to the criminal complaint, he took two tank tops, a girl's dress, and two pairs of girls' underwear. Janky Annis told police he didn't know the Kloss family but was curious about what size Jamie was and, quote, thought nobody would miss those items. Did Sheriff Fitzgerald get back to us? Uh, I have not. Try him that. again uh, prior. Uh, call him tomorrow morning about 10. Okay. And see if he wants to come on okay. tomorrow. No. Uh, what time's Amor on? Amor's <laughs> going to be on at 1230. Yeah, if he wants to come on at noon for a segment. Okay. Anglers on Malax will be able to keep walleye that are taken from the lake this winter, according to a press release from the Minnesota Department of Natural Resources. The DNR said anglers will be allowed to keep one walleye between 21 and three, uh, 23 inches or one fish over 28 inches. According to the DNR, studies show the walleye numbers in the central Minnesota lake are increasing, but some classes remain below normal or average. The DNR said a 2018 population estimate reports there are a total of 727,000 walleye in the lake that are 14 inches or longer. That number is up from 2013 and 2014 population estimates. Land Lake saying Tuesday it will stop donating money to Iowa Representative Steve King's congressional campaign after the Arden Hills-based farm cooperative faced pressure on social media over its support of the politician who's been uh, cozy, appeared to be cozied up with racists and white nationalists. In a statement, Land Lake said its political action committee has traditionally contributed to lawmakers of both parties that represent the agriculture communities, but the company said it can't support King anymore. This move comes after Judd Legum, the author of a newsletter called Popular Information, tweeted that Land Lakes donated $2,500 to King's campaign despite his history of racist comments and recently endorsing a white supremacist for mayor. King's a longtime immigration hawk who has on Twitter expressed admiration for Hungarian Prime Minister Viktor Orban, who was accused of racism by the U.N. High Commissioner for Human Rights. King also endorsed long-shot Toronto Canada mayoral candidate Faith Goldie, who has said, among other things, that uh, the Nazis in Charlottesville last year had well-thought-out ideas. The neo-Nazi website Daily Stormer has referred to King as basically an open white nationalist. King has served in Congress since 2003. He represents Iowa's 4th District. Infamous Boston mob boss James Whitey Bulger, who was a fugitive for 16 years, sentenced to life in prison in 2013 and portrayed in a film by Johnny Depp, was killed at a West Virginia prison on Tuesday, the day he arrived at the facility. He was 89 years old. 
Bolger was killed at a West Virginia prison, according to the Boston Globe. He was transferred to the high-security USP Hazleton Tuesday morning in Brewston Mills. He was recently moved from a prison in Florida, had a stop in Oklahoma City before arriving in West Virginia. A union official for correctional officers at the high-security prison said there was a homicide at the facility, but wouldn't confirm that it was Bolger. Hank Brennan, his attorney, told BuzzFeed News he couldn't confirm or deny it at that point. Bureau of Prisons officials and Bulger's attorneys declined last week to comment on why he was being moved. A person familiar with the move was told that Bulger's health was deteriorating. <laughs> Bulger had been convicted of racketeering and other crimes, including extortion, conspiracy, money laundering, and drug dealing back in August of 2013. The jury believed he took part in 11 of 19 killings. Were there two movies about him? One was The Departed, right? Wasn't that based on him? I think so, Or, yes. or loosely? Loosely, yeah. But wasn't wasn't there a, a Whitey or a... I thought there was a, a movie know. recently. Hmm. Maybe not. Don't know. But yeah. The Departed definitely was. Well, what was the Johnny Depp one? I thought I, I heard... Johnson. I thought that was it. Uh, no, no, The Departed was... Wasn't in Departed. The Departed was uh, Nicholson, Nicholson and Leonardo DiCaprio. But then Depp was just recently... G- it was just called Whitey. I yeah, think, I think it right. was Whitey. Okay. It was Whitey. That was, uh, I, I remember watching that. We do have the Google you could go to. The Google is good. Could, but it could, but... Uh, you know, but I am going to today. <laughs> All right. The oh, Departed boy. was a great film, by the way. Searchers in Indonesia are continuing efforts to recover the black boxes from Lion Air Flight JT-610 as new details emerge of problems on its previous flight. The black box data could reveal the plane's last moments before it plunged into the Java Sea on Monday. All 189 people on board are presumed dead. Passengers who flew on that same plane the night before it crashed said, quote, it was like riding a roller coaster and the engine made strange noises throughout the flight. God almighty. I don't think I would have handled that well. I don't think so. Black Mass 2015 was the uh, Whitey Bulger, Mighty Bulger. Uh, that uh, all is unusual because the plane was almost a brand new 737 MAX 8, one of Boeing's most advanced jets. Recovery crews in Indonesia found more bodies and debris Tuesday, but the cause of the crash is still not known. Harley Davidson is recalling nearly 178,000 motorcycles in the U.S. because they can get stuck in gear due to a clutch problem. The recall covers 26 models from the 2017 2018 model years. Documents posted Tuesday by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration say clutches can leak fluid internally, making it so the clutch doesn't have enough lift to disengage the bikes from gears. The safety agency said that can cause riders to lose control and increase the risk of a crash. Earlier this year, Harley recalled more than 30 models from 2008 through 2011. Due to brake issues, Harley says in documents it has reports of five crashes, no injuries, Dealers will install a new secondary clutch actuator piston assembly at no cost to owners. The recall will start on November 5th. Say, I want to remind you about Mike Lindell's My Pillow Mattress Topper. Mike's the guy who invented My Pillow, and now he's invented the Mattress Topper. It'll save you thousands of dollars if you're thinking about a new mattress. Three unique layers providing superior support, uh, distribution of your body weight, and most importantly, it regulates your body temperature to keep you comfortable. MyPillow mattress toppers have a 10-year warranty, 60-day money-back guarantee, and they come in seven sizes from Twim to Cal King. And Mike has a great offer to GL Podcast listeners now through December 31st. Save 30% on any size MyPillow mattress topper and get two MyPillow standard pillows when you enter the promotional code GL at checkout. 30% off and two standard MyPillows. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the mattress topper button on the homepage, and enter the promotional code GL at checkout. 
In Oakland, California, a story that at first appeared to be a Halloween story, but is much more gruesome than that. Investigators trying to determine whether a decaying human head found in an Oakland backyard belonged to a recently discovered headless corpse. People visiting an Oakland apartment complex last week found the head in the grassless yard with a couple of trees and took it to a police station, according to Oakland officer Jonah Watson. Officers at the police station, they thought it was a Halloween prank, but then saw the head inside the car. The uh, Sergeant Mark Cardoza told reporters, I can say in all my years of service, I've never had a human skull delivered to my police station. Oh, I hope so. Homicide detectives interviewed all the residents of the three-apartment building. It didn't appear they were involved. It's unclear how long the head had been in the yard, but Cardoza said it was decomposed and had just a little bit of flesh still on it. Oh, God. The Alameda County Coroner's Office is working to identify the remains, determine whether it's connected to a decapitated body found in close proximity back in late September. Oh, you think that might be connected, huh? <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> Both cases are being investigated as suspicious deaths, but sheriff's deputies believe the person may have been a, quote, transient who was forgotten about. Investigators say they'll rely on DNA testing to see if the body parts match. The skull showed no signs of foul play or that it was violently detached from the body. One theory is that an animal may have moved the skull. A resident interviewed by a local TV station said he had no idea how they had got into the area of the backyard that uh, tenants really don't frequent. John, did you read uh, that uh, uh, former New York Mayor Michael Bloomberg was in town yesterday? I did see that, yes. He joined uh, St. Paul Mayor Melvin Carter and Minneapolis Mayor Jacob Fry uh, because uh, Bloomberg uh, believes that uh, mayors will save the world from uh, climate change, uh, keeping in mind that the climate's always changing. Well, you better get right. to work then, sir. Right. Uh, yeah. The Bloomberg American Cities Climate Challenge will distribute $70 million to accelerate the efforts of 20 cities to promote healthy, environmentally sustainable development. <laughs> As part of the award, St. Paul will participate in a two-year program intended to reduce carbon emissions. St. Paul will receive the equivalent of $2.5 million in technical assistance, training, and staffing. Uh, and then uh, Melvin said... We are committed to building a 21st century global community that works for all there of us. There we go, Melvin. Yeah. Ah, Mayor. Yeah. I, uh, you know, this may just be my uh, preconceived notions of the two men, but mm-hmm. did you see the picture in the paper that mm-hmm. accompanied it? Mm-hmm. They both had looks. Well, Fry's was like reverential mm-hmm. looking at Bloomberg, and, and Carter's was, yeah, maybe that's my own preconceived thing, but mm-hmm. yeah, the looks on their faces were yikes. Well, I'm sure they were uh, thrilled to be in the presence of the United Nations Special Envoy That's for right. Climate Action. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, uh, Mike, you you put more crud in the air just flying here and back than uh, <laughs> you're going to save with changing light bulbs in office buildings. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Halloween, he was wearing a pointy hat, a white robe, and waving a Mississippi flag. The owners of a bar didn't find his costume very funny. Uh-oh. On Saturday, a man wearing a Ku Klux Klan hood and robe showed up to a Halloween costume party at Mutt and BC's Bar and Grill. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Did he try to at least claim ghost, or was he full Klan? <laughs> Someone snapped a photo of the man in his costume, posted it to Facebook. The uh, photo has gone viral. Uh, Brian Carroll Coner of Mutton BC said he told the man who was white to remove the hood and take off the gown and please leave his establishment. The man left, and Carol said he's barred forever from his business. Carol said the bar was hosting a costume contest Saturday night. There were several black customers in the bar when the man showed up in the costume. Carol said we do not tolerate or condone racism at any level of our business, customers, or staff. Carol said the man was not a regular. He didn't know him. 
Picayune Mayor Ed Panero said he was happy the establishment asked the man to leave. He said our city does not support any type of racist or derogatory actions, period, whether it's true to life or just a costume party. One of uh, Melvin's uh, initiatives for St. Paul to save the earth is retrofitting and tuning up municipal buildings to reduce their carbon footprint. Okay, it needs to be pointed out again. There's hypocrisy here. What do you got? When the city took over trash collection, they increased the city's carbon footprint. Right. Because they are, the city is making every residents have a trash container. Uh, even uh, in fourplexes, for example, where the residents got together and got away with one. Right. No, now they must have four. Uh, doesn't it logically stand to reason that a trash truck will be in that alley longer Yes. Emptying four bins yes. than it was when it emptied one. Agreed. Okay. Well, you know, you, the left hand doesn't know what the right hand's doing in this so, town. What is he proposing with, the, okay, old buildings in St. Paul? We, we need to... Turn the lights off, I guess. I don't know. I don't because know. you've got boilers that are probably very old and are spewing whatever, but that costs money mm-hmm. to have... Apollo heating and air come in and change it out. But this is the salon. This is the salon. This is saving the earth is not the job of a mayor. Uh, first of all, the earth is can save itself. Right. And secondly, uh, that's 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 a ruling from the salon. Forget the roads and the street lights and everything else. The hell with that. The hell with the infrastructure. Let's tell people how to behave. Let's tell people what they can and cannot do. That's a, the ruling from the salon. They want to create a uh, uh, they want to build out 35 mobility hubs to offer electrical vehicle charging, bringing 90% of residents within 10 minutes of four or five electric or low-carbon mobility oper- operations. Where do they think the electricity comes from? From a power plant. <sighs> Streetlights. People. Mm-hmm. Up and down the boulevard. Oh, God. Uh, I love these stories. Archaeologists have found a tunnel. At a chamber beneath the Pyramid of the Moon in Mexico. (laughs) That's spooky. Thought to have been used in rituals related. (laughs) Thought to have been used in rituals related to what ancient people thought was the underworld. The chamber measures 15 meters in diameter, as well as a tunnel running to the south of the Plaza de la Luna in the city of Teotihuacan. Ah. It was discovered beneath Mexico's second largest pyramid. Experts who carried out the work think objects like skulls and jewelry could also be awaiting discovery, as well as an entrance to the tunnel on the east side of the pyramid. Researchers have been investigating the site of the Pyramid of the Moon since the 17th century. In the 1980s, archaeologists Ruben Cabrera and Sabiro Sigiyama found skeletons of individuals with cranial deformations, as well as objects made of green stone necklaces and anthropomorphic figurines in tunnels excavated under the pyramid. Hey, donde vas, Jose? Uh, Anthropomorphic. Isn't that where you attribute human characteristics to animals? That's, I believe that's correct, mm-hmm. yes. Boy, there's a lot of stuff going on out there we don't know anything uh-huh. about. You don't even know anything about the chamber de chloroforma. No. This, uh, <laughs> this city, when it uh, was uh, it was the hub around 500, <laughs> the year 500, yeah. had 200,000 people. Really? Can you imagine that in that day and age? What uh, wiped m- them out? Global warming? <laughs> that I don't know. <laughs> I was unaware of Mexican pyramids, though. Do you think when they realized that the Egyptians no. did it like times yeah. 10, they just kind of threw in the towel and went, ah, we're second yeah. fiddle? Aztecs had gigantic pyramids, Rook. Come on. Where you been? No, but I know they have, but not like the Egyptians. They've, I mean, they they went all out. Well, the Egyptian pyramids were essentially <laughs> uh, uh, burial 
two uh, what's the word I want? Uh, uh, vaults. Vaults. Yeah. What about your people? How about the Polish pyramids? What are those? Uh... <laughs> you know, they buried them in the backyard, right by the radishes <laughs> and the uh, sugar beets. It's good, uh, good fertilizer. Oh, a more towels tomorrow. Yeah. Yes. On the podcast. Uh, so mark your calendar for that. All right. And uh, we'll see you tomorrow. All right. Sounds good. GarageLogic.com. Don't forget to rate us on Apple iTunes. And tell your friends, by the way, tell your friends. A lot happening with the Garage Logic podcast. And any of those old timers that are not listening to the podcast, show them how to do it. Grab your phone, go to the podcast app, punch in Garage Logic, subscribe. Boom, you're listening each and every day. Thank you for those loyal podcast listeners, all corners of the world. And we'll talk to you tomorrow. Don't forget, happy Halloween. <laughs> no? Do you really? Sorry, Jack. <laughs> <laughs>